UMGoBlue.com. By fans, for fans. Since 1999. Grant, what do you say to the people that say they feel sorry for you? Don't feel sorry. You know, I'm, I'm blessed. <coughs> I'm a um, you know, I've been blessed to have a, you know, have, have a short career here, but a great career here. Um, and, you know, one that's only beginning, hopefully. Was, was that a tough letter to write, or was that kind of something that you, you seemed pretty self in spirits about it? Yeah, it was tough. I mean, I, I said this on John Jansen's uh, podcast, so a little shameless plug if you haven't listened to it, because you guys can listen to it. Um, but actually, I wrote that, I wrote most of that uh, more than a year ago, during kind of one of the harder sections of rehab, um, when I was really kind of considering you know, throwing the towel and kind of using it as motivation uh, to push back. It's a pretty mature view. Where, where does that come from? I've got great parents. I've got great parents. You know, I owe them a lot. You talk to your teammates about this throughout the whole process as well? I did. They've been, they've been incredibly support, uh, supportive. You know, my teammates, the coaching staff, just, just everyone involved. It was great. How, cl- how close were you to hitting send on that a year ago? Yes. Got to some points. There are some days where it was tough. You know, there are some uh, kind of secondary things that popped up. You know, not really to the original me. And, um, it was tough. I mean, they were, they were in my life. There were certainly days where um, it seemed like it was, it was the easier option and, and the, the better option at the time. Grant, during uh, I was listening to the Attack Each Day podcast, and you were on there. Harbaugh said that it was one of his biggest regrets, one of the poorest coaching decisions was with the knee brace thing being optional. And that, you know, I mean, he obviously feels bad. Was there, I'm not saying, you know, resentment in a bad way, but was there any resentment? How does that feel, though, listening to him tell that story, and you're sitting there, you know, you guys are on the podcast, and then what type of feelings are running through you? Yeah, I mean, I certainly appreciate, uh, you know, his his you know feelings about it but um you know I, I don't have any resentment towards uh towards him obviously or towards you know uh you know anyone involved in the situation i mean it's it's a freak accident you know that's why they're, they're called freak accidents um and you know if, if i had been wearing a knee brace you know um it, it certainly would have you know lessened the severity but you know what's to say i wouldn't have gotten in the car accident the next day i mean it's just you know there's so many things you can't control in life that um you know it's just unfortunate it was my day grant when when did you this you know, in, in camp i know you were conditioning everything else when did it finally for you to say, okay, this. Yeah, so, I mean, ultimately, um, we were at the point where it was, um, you know, kind <laughs> of looking right in the face, and it was, you know, all right, do you want to go transition to the field and, um, and start practicing when, the, when camp breaks? Um, you know, uh, it was that kind of that junction point. Um, and so uh, I, you know, all my doctors met, and I, I asked them, you know, my question to them was, you know, if something was to go wrong, you know, what is our plan B? You know, what is our, what is our out plan? What are we going to do to... Um, to help fix anything, and you know, unfortunately, the answer was because of you know the, the kind of fragile and, and tenuous nature of vascular grafts, and because of you know all the you know, the, the totality of the injury, you know, it's possible there isn't a good fix, and that you know, it was possible that if there was, um, or not possible, it was likely if there was injury to that vascular to that vascular graft, it was going to be a salvage operation you know, involving amputating my leg. So, you know, just having you know conversations with my parents and uh, the rest of my family just wasn't a risk I was willing to accept. And, you know, ultimately, it was the right decision to me. Did you guys have that conversation like last week or earlier in camp? Or? Um, uh, or the last last few weeks, I'll say. Or the last few weeks. What's next? <laughs> Be here for a couple of years, get my get my grad degree. Um, you know, hopefully contribute on the uh, on the coaching staff as a student coach, working with the tight ends, and uh, kind of go from there. See if the coaching bug bites me. You have jokingly threw your resume out there on Twitter <laughs> and that said you're looking for a job. Did you get people? So I did. It's, it's yeah. incredible. It's incredible. Like you said, I was pretty, you know, definitely, definitely in jest. But it's it's incredible how many people reached out, you know, willing to, uh, you know, willing to help me or, or you know, put me in contact with people. How much does that lift your spirits about this whole thing? Uh, I mean, it's just incredible. I mean, you had uh, when I looked at the last one, it was close to a thousand people had commented, and you know, all just incredibly supportive, and uh, it, 
it really shows you how incredible um, not only Michigan is, but college football in general, that I have fans from you know, programs from entirely different parts of the country and conferences are reaching out. Grant, do you look at, I mean, obviously your pre-injury, your football career was going somewhere, but it seems like afterward you were talking about, you know, like NCAA, like you were talking about big picture, big picture issues. Do you feel like maybe your football career really wasn't so much about football? I mean, you were, you were talking about bigger picture issues that affect student athletes. You were, uh, you've been political. I mean, you've been, you know, well-spoken on, on issues. Do you, is, was your football career something more than just football? I think it kind of speaks to the the, the dual-sided nature of, of, of athletics in general. I mean, we want you know, we want our athletes to be role models, but we also want them to be seen and not heard. Um, and you know, I think you know having that injury kind of gave me the freedom where I wasn't as concerned about you know, um, you know is an NFL team going to be concerned about you know this guy has opinions or you know uh, are college fans going to be concerned that you know this guy's you know, opinion you wonder right now that this guy um, you know goes after things that he thinks are you know, unjust. Um, in terms of the NCAA. So I think it kind of give, it did give me some freedom that you know, I wasn't as concerned um, about speaking my mind. How much thought? Because, I mean, you've, you've called out, um, you know, false media reports. You've, call, you've, called out a lot of, you've called out a lot of things. I mean, how much, how much thought did you put in, did, you know, going into it, knowing that you do kind of have, you're speaking from within, you do have kind of an experience and influence a lot of people don't have? Um, you mean going into, going into the announcement or going into? Well, just like, like when you're, you know, getting ready to tweet something. Yeah, I mean, I, mean but I, always, I always just kind of call it as I see it, um, and I guess I'll reference the, the, the media reports. I hesitate to use that word because I don't think that quotes. This, this, the person who represents themselves as media is actually media. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, like I said, this is a decision that's been made over the last, you know, last few weeks. Uh, you know, the doctors never once said, you know, we want to exclude you from football if that's what you desire. So, you know, any reports that came out about some insider information, you know, months ago were just completely false. And, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, you know, if if, if someone you know, feels the need to um, to portray themselves as something they're not and insult the work that you, know, you guys do being here, um, you know, I just think that's something that that should be called out. But you know, it, it's, it's their life. So, how do you how do you feel about being? People are going to know you probably. You know, they'll remember your football career, but for the most part, I think a lot of people are going to remember you for what you said about college football and the way that you carried yourself. Are you okay with? Being remembered in college football for not being a college football player. Yeah, I mean, I think anytime you can you can leave an impact on a place, um, you know, that's a great thing, and that's certainly what I'm trying to do, and trying to leave you know, Michigan a tiny bit better than, than it was when I got here. Um, <laughs> like you like we've all said, you know, I wasn't on the field for very long, so obviously didn't have a chance to leave a legacy you know, on the field. So just kind of try to do anything anything I possibly can to contribute to the team and this university as a whole. Okay. Good. What's the long-term prognosis for you? Are you going to continue to rehab? So I'll continue to rehab, but um, I'm completely healthy. You know, able okay. to run. You know, I don't have any physical limitations, which is ultimately what the kind of was the driving factor of the decision. Um, you know, it was those at the point where you know, I, I'm completely healthy. I'll, you know, and like I said in the letter, you know, I'll have a, a completely functional life, and you know, I just wasn't ready to, to risk that. You know, even you know, as, you know, there's nothing more I want in the world to be back in the field, but it just ultimately. Kind of, you know, when the decision was looking me in the face, and I had to, you know, think rationally for the first time you know, in the whole process, it just wasn't it was something I was comfortable with. Grant, whenever we see you, you're always very positive and clear-headed. And you, you mentioned that, you know, a year ago you wrote some of that, and then some of the harder days, maybe you would have sent it. I mean, how much did you grow or change throughout this? And, and maybe I don't want to make you think back to difficult points, but I mean, how how difficult was some of that stuff? Yeah, I mean, it was incredibly difficult. I mean, there were days where you, know, you just wanted to give up, and you were just angry. And you know, I've said this previously, you know. I mean, there was, there, it was tough, you know, days when you kind of sat there and thought, you know, why me, you know, 
you know, what did I do to deserve this? You know, I mean, all, all kind of things that you could, you know, would be logical things to think whenever, you know, you have uh, you know, a traumatic injury or, or an illness or anything, you know, anything uh, that's kind of negative in your life. But you ultimately, you know, I was able to rely on my family and, um, you know, gain inspiration from people like Larry Proud and, um, uh, and now Coach Block and just, just so many people that, you know, are going through you know, hardships in their own respective lives and you know, continue to push forward, so... Talked about looking ahead, playing kids in the ER, stuff like that. How, how important is that to you? Have you thought much about life, that kind of life? Yeah, I mean, it's ultimately the, the most important thing, and like I said, that's, that's why I made the decision. Um, you know, it's it's funny because throughout the whole process, you know, I was kind of the sole focus was, was football, 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 and it was kind of just thinking about thinking about it in the abstract, if I can say that. Um, so when it actually came time to you know, make a decision, and it was more you know looking at it from more based in reality or looking at the you know, the actual consequences or potential consequences of, of returning to play, that's when I kind of you know, had to start to think really, you know, think really hard and think really deeply about, you know, is this the best option for me and my family? How far have the other tackles come from what you've seen in practice? It's been incredible, the growth, you know, all around, um, you know, from the older guys like John and, and, um, and Juwan and, um, you know, younger guys like James and uh, Jalen Mayfield, you know, they're all coming along you know, really incredibly and it's good. I'm going to be happy to to watch them this year, and I think they're they're in even better hands than they were back in 2016. Grant, often when you see athletes retire, announce retire, there's a lot of tears and a lot of emotion. Because you've dealt with this over the better part of two years, does that eliminate that, or did you go through that? I mean, it was certainly tough. I mean, it's you know, I, you know, I said in the letter, you know, writing that was the, um, the hardest thing I've ever done, and you know, that was that was true. I mean, uh, you know, there were certainly days in rehab that were just incredibly difficult, but you know, I don't want to say. It, it, I mean, that was just. I'm the type of person who's very competitive, and so I think a lot of what drove me was the fact that I wasn't gonna, you know, I wasn't gonna be just another statistic. I was gonna be the first person to come back from that injury, and I, and you know, ultimately, as much as, you know, I put everything I had into it, you know, it's still there was a part of me that felt like, you know, you failed in this and you or you quit on it, and, and it was tough. You know, it was tough to get over, but you know, unfortunately, I have you know incredible family, incredible uh, support system who were there for me. But you don't feel like you quit on it. <laughs> no, I, I feel I feel good. I've, I've made peace with the decision. Um, you know, I'm sure I'll always have. You know, have that that inkling of what if, but you know, this is this was the right decision, and I'm fully fully comfortable with it. What else interests you besides coaching? If in a few years you decide you wanted to do something else, um, really interested in some in some charity work, nonprofit work. Um, you know, I've been fortunate to get involved in, uh, you know, on the surface a lot of great organizations like Team Impact and um, like the Chad Tough Foundation. So um, I'd love to get into you know deeper into that type of work if uh, if that's ultimately what ends up happening. What master's program are you in? Uh, I'm going to school, uh, get my master's degree in public policy oh, from the okay. Ford School. Do you have a focus area? I do not yet. How do you enjoy coaching? <laughs> it's been good. What do they call you? Do they call you coach? Some people call me Coach Grant. Some people <laughs> just call me Grant. Maybe some just, you know, whatever pleases their fancy. But uh, <laughs> um, it, it's interesting. You know, I don't like it as much as playing just because you don't have that control and kind of no control in your person. Um, but uh, I've gotten used to it over the last, you know, year and a half and, um, you know, just – it's great being able to work with the young guys and just kind of help them go along any way I possibly can. You still get a little hands-on with those guys, too? I do. I try to try to show them I still have it every once in a while. Okay. Once again. Grant, on the, uh, on the Harbaugh podcast, you were saying that it's different. Something feels different and that you feel that uh, you mentioned something about truly getting back to the pedal school and college football. What What is different? I don't want to say it's a mindset. Um, because I do think you know our leadership in the past has been great, and you know, I don't want to I don't want to take away from anyone in the past. I just think that you know, there's this consensus. I think we were a really young team last year, and I think across the board, you know, a lot of those guys who were young last year, and it was a little bit more, you know, 
oh, it, it'll, it'll just happen. I think we've realized that, you know, you actually have to go in and put in the work, and you actually have to go in and put it on the tape and, and put it and, you know, display it on the field, and that, um, you know, there's a lot of good teams in our conference and a lot of good teams in college football, and that if you don't come out and, and work your absolute hardest, um, you know, 24-7, you're going to get beat. And I think we've kind of, you know, as a, as a team have realized that, you know, this is the year to do it. You know, it's, we've been, you know, there's been a lot of hype the last three years, and rightfully so we had we had good teams but you know it doesn't mean anything if you don't finish in november and you don't finish ultimately in december how do you think warner's has helped this offense well? he's been great he's been great he's been great to, um, to kind of get back to the roots um, i think we kind of uh, and i think a lot of guys have said this over the past six months or so but just simplifying everything um, and just just focusing on you know on the technique and on the fundamentals and um, you know, i think it should pay dividends for the offense line this year is it bittersweet i mean you're, you're saying you know you see all this change and, and everything and a lot of optimism heading into this year. Is it, is it bittersweet? You're, you're seeing this and you can't play. It is. I mean, I mean, anytime, um, anytime you can, you can no longer do something. It's, it's obviously bittersweet. Um, but I was talking with Pat Kuzler, who's now you know offensive line GA, um, and you know back when I was considering, uh, you know, seriously considering retiring, and you know the point he made to me was, you know, it ends for everyone, um, and that's ultimately kind of what the decision was for me. Was that you know, it was you know, does it end now or does it end in you know a year and a half, two years, and. You know, ultimately for me, if you know, knowing that you know everything is finite and everything is going to end, um, it wasn't worth taking you know, such a uh, such a large risk for you know just to to grasp that you know, or chase that dream for just a little bit longer. And you were saying with possibly one more injury, with the nature of the graphic, it could have resulted in amputation. Yeah, it was. I mean, it, it, it got to that point where um, you know I was extremely fortunate to to be where I am now. I mean, just going back from you know, coming out of that that first night of surgery, um, you know, they were worried I wouldn't, wouldn't be able to walk again. So just you know, uh, you know, as, as sad as the, you know, everyone thinks the story is, and, and I mean, as uh, I guess you could characterize it as sad, but you know, I'm extremely blessed to be where I am. Um, and ultimately, just it wasn't worth risking that, even if the risk was, um, you know, it wasn't a guarantee, but it was still, you know, it just wasn't worth the risk to me. Right. Just a couple more for Grant. As you go through what you went through, I mean, you learn a lot, of course. I mean, what sort of things could you, like advice, I guess, could you give the current players? You never know what's going to end. You know, I think, uh, you know, like I said, it ends for everyone at some point. Um, and, you know, when I was telling you know, some of the older guys, you know, um, guys are, you know, even if they don't get hurt, you know, hopefully no one gets hurt and has a career-ending injury, but you know, the guy's going to go to the NFL or the guy's going to, um, you know, finish their college careers and, and not be able to play professionally, it's, you know, it ends for everyone. And, you know, I don't want to end my career, you know, here um, you know, as, a, as a player and then as a coach, you know, not being Ohio State or only being Michigan State once, you know. Uh, you just, that's not something I want to, you know, remember my time at Michigan as. Was it ever an awkward feeling being the, the injured guy, sort of the reminder to everybody else around <laughs> of, of the danger of the game you play? I mean, did that ever go through your mind? I, I kind of took it in stride. I like to, to joke with Jason Katz, who was the director for the Amazon series, that I was the token injury guy. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, I, I tried to keep it, you know, take it in stride, but you know, everyone here was just so so great with me and um, you know, so supportive and, and just you know, allowing me to still be involved with the program over the last year. Do you replay the final play in your mind? It's interesting. Uh, I was I was just talking to Steve about that. Um, it's interesting because I didn't you know I didn't watch the play for close to 18 months. Um, I watched it in the hospital going up to or in the ambulance going up to the hospital, but then for 18 months after I didn't watch it. I just I don't know if I did, if it's I couldn't bring myself to do it or if it was just a mental thing that you know I was gonna I was gonna play again and then watch it and kind of you know that would be my statement that you know I'd I'd overcome everything. And, but. Uh, I, I do. I know sometimes I, I just I just think, you know, what if I just kind of, you know, I think, you know, where would I be right now? You know, could I, could I be on the field? Could I be 
could actually have had you know, in the NFL. Um, but I mean, it's, that's, hindsight is twenty twenty. So I try to you know, avoid thinking about it as much as I possibly can and just and, you know, go to day to day from here. Is that a legit play, or is that something that they need to consider taking out of football? I mean, they have changed a lot of the yeah. a lot of the cut rules, and I think that's that's good. I mean, you do see a good amount of injuries there. But um, and like I said, I have no ill will to uh, to the guy who cut me. And it was a, I mean, it was a legitimate football play. It was well within the rules. Um, I still believe it's well within the rules now, even after the changes. So. You know, it, it was a football play, and, and like I said, it's a you know, it's a freak injury. I mean, we could probably go out there and try to recreate it, you know, 100 times and not get the same result. So um, it was just unfortunate, but you know, it, I don't have any ill will towards anyone. Grant, I was curious your perspective on, on Harbaugh. You've been around him a lot mm-hmm. more at, in, in the coaching room. How has he changed, even from after the bowl game? Because a lot of guys said he's been low key. Or, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, as I talked about the team growing, I think, you know, he, he grew a lot as, as well of the offseason, especially, uh, you know, um, I think he, I think he was receptive to guys in the team, um, and you know some of the feelings that guys had. I mean, not that he hadn't been previously, but I think, you know, he made a concerted effort to to get with some of the older guys like myself and some of the older guys um, you know, in the program who have been around and say, you know, what what do we need to do as a program differently to get us over that that hump? Because I mean, it's, it's not a secret. You know, we I mean, the 2017, 2016, well, or 2016, excuse me, we lost, you know, those three games by like, what was it, like five points or something like that. So it's not a secret that we've been right there. It's just, you know, what can we do? You know, what can we change? And, you know, I think he's been extremely proactive and you know, making changes in the weight room and, and, and the nutrition um, nutrition staff with Abigail. Um, just kind of searched that last that last little bit to get us over the hump. What were the, some of the things you guys suggested? Did you suggest the conditioning change? I'll, I'll keep that between us. Okay. Um, I'll, just, I'll keep that between us. Grant, I think one of the things most of us remember that day you walked off the field mm-hmm. after you got hurt. Do you ever think back and wonder, like, how did you do that? What, what was going through? <laughs> a lot of adrenaline, a lot of adrenaline and shock. Um, it, it is, no, it is crazy to think about it now. Um, but I, I don't know. I just, you know, I wasn't really in any pain at the at the point, and you know, I just didn't. You know, I kept thinking, you know, probably not anything bad. So you know, I'm not going to freak out my mom, and I'm not going to freak out my family over nothing. So I know that was really kind of the, I guess right. it was naive, but kind of the driving thing behind that. Thank you for listening to the UMGoBlue.com podcast. All rights reserved. Search for UMGoBlue.com on iTunes. Go Blue.